guys, this is Jimmy over at the Disney Nerds Podcast, and I just wanted to take a minute to talk to you about DVC Resale Market, a world of DVC company. DVC Resale Market is the leader in the DVC resale industry, with 13 former Disney Vacation Club guides and three former Disney Vacation Club quality assurance managers. If you're thinking of buying DVC, browse the largest selection of DVC resale listings anywhere with DVC experts on hand seven days a week to answer any of your questions. If you're thinking of selling, turn to the friendly professionals at DVC Resale Market, where over 98% of listings sell within 30 days. Go to dvcresalemarket.com or call 1-844-382-7767. Let them know that the Disney Nerds Podcast sent you. Welcome to the splendor, the spectacle, the sparkling sensation, where the romance, the comedy, and the thrill of Disney fantasies come to electric life. And as our friend Jiminy said, welcome. Welcome to the Disney Nerds Podcast, a place each week where like-minded people get together to discuss all things Disney. We'll help you get your Disney fix on. Here we go. A Magic Kingdom proudly presents, in a million points of musical light, the magical worlds of Disney. Hello and welcome to show number 502 of the Disney Nerds Podcast. Hey guys, how's it going? And welcome back to the show. This is Ed, and on this week's show, it's all about Ahsoka. So what we're going to do this week is go over the Ahsoka episodes we just got done watching a couple weeks ago and basically dive in deep. After saying that, warning, there will be spoilers. It's spoiler-filled. We're not holding anything back. And... To help me, we have some really heavy hitters here. To start out, we have Sam from Sam's Disney Diary. Hey, Sam, how's it going? What's up? I know this is show number 502, but I'm going to call it the 501st episode. Regardless of the episode number, <laughs> that's where we're at. Thanks for having me. Let's go. Okay, very good. Uh, we also have Stan from the Solo Show and the Grand Circle Tour. Hey, Stan. Hello. I'm happy to be here. Yep. Glad to have you. We also have a really good friend of the show and somebody who's been with the Disney Nerds since almost day one, Ian. Hey, Ian. How's it going? Doing all right. I, I appreciate y'all including me on this. Oh, no doubt. No doubt. Your Star Wars knowledge is boundless. <laughs> so here we go. Okay. We also have Patrick. Patrick of Star Cruiser Super Fan Fame. Hey, how's it going, Patrick? Doing good. Sad Star Cruiser just ended, but... Uh... Life goes on to the next yeah. journey. Very true. And you know what? We're going to be definitely talking about that in a future show. Um, because even though I haven't been there, it seems like there's just so many memories from that place. Um, and it hasn't been open that long. Mm -hmm. It was 16 months, like 18 months, really. Oh, it's crazy. What happens next? Hopefully that news drops soon and we'll have something yeah. to talk about. I know. Right. Right. Okay, guys. But for tonight, it's all about the Ahsoka show that disney plus just had on that was incredible it was the next version of the star wars series that they continue the story and it was just amazing what we're going to do tonight is really quick give you a character breakdown just kind of tell you who was who and what they were about and then after that 
bring you some of our favorite moments from the show. It was not a long show. It was only about six weeks long. But considering the first two episodes, was it six or eight? I'm eight sorry. episodes. Eight episodes. So it was eight weeks, weeks, but it was seven weeks because the first two came to us in the first step on the first day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if I can, Ed, before you jump in, I I think for those of you that don't know, let's just throw it out there, right? This is part of the the Lucasfilms continuing stories. And specifically for the Ahsoka series, this is set in the same time frame after the collapse of the Empire, before the beginning of the First Order, sort of around the same time as the Mandalorian. And there's some crossover between those. And it's really cool. And it's, it's set in that time frame. But... You know, do you need to know about those other things before it starts? Maybe not those things, but there's some other series that maybe would be of interest before you jumped into this. So do you think you could watch this blind if you hadn't watched Star Wars before? Or do you have to watch some other things? Well, interestingly enough, Sam, so I'm watching this and there was topics coming up that I'm thinking, I should know about this, but for some reason I don't. So I thought I'm going to go back and rewatch the final uh, season of Rebels because I could, there was things that were going on that I was completely lost. So I, I, I must have forgot about it. Turns out I never watched the final season of Rebels. Well, there you go. Surprise, surprise. So I went yeah. to Disney Plus and I went, and you know how it has the red bar underneath. So I watched the first two episodes, but for whatever reason, I just assumed I watched them or something. Stan, turn in your fan card. Tell me about. It. I was shocked as I couldn't. I could have sworn I had watched them because I. So no, that's that's great. so lucky. You got to experience it for the first time. Yeah, I'm with you, Patrick. Experience it the first time, but it does bring up an interesting question, Ed. You know, and it's going to come up. This is. The Rebels season five. That's really well, what this is. And that's the question we're going to talk about a little bit because there is argument and theories out there. This is also a Mandalorian season two. It, it's uh, season in. three. That's I mean, why I wanted to kind of set there so, all together. Right. Which I'm sure is on purpose. And uh, yeah. eventually there's going to be a movie based on all of this timeline. So we're going to see where that comes together. And I think that's going to straighten it out. The Dave Filoni timeline, by the way, I love calling him out that's great i love it that way sure good name um okay so we're gonna go character by character and each of us will take it and start out um and this way you kind of get an idea of who we are voice wise podcasts are tough when there's so many people on it so we're gonna kind of do it that way and i tell you what sam can you start us out and let's go with ahsoka just give us a quick breakdown who ahsoka is and why she has a show you know what the best place that you could possibly get a good breakdown of ahsoka is going to disney plus and watching the background on each of these characters i love the way that they pulled those off to give you some backstory before you jump into it but ahsoka ultimately is anakin skywalker's padawan that's where the character started. We saw the character grow up through the Clone Wars into Rebels, showed up in a couple of cameos, and now here we are after the episodes, uh, after the the original trilogy, getting ready for uh, the First Order. And she is has left the Jedi Order. She is uh, um, left on her own terms, by the way, because she felt betrayed by the Jedi. She's finding her way. Her lightsaber is white in these episodes, which gives you a little filling for her not being in the Jedi Order, but yet being very Force-sensitive and very aware. And I think that's a good explanation. I don't know how else to put it. You put me on the spot for that one, but I love it. 
Oh, no doubt. And that definitely covered a lot of what Ahsoka was. And as we went through the episodes, and I'm sure what we're going to talk about more tonight, we'll fill out more of that character. And that's fine. Um, Stan, can you help us out and go ahead and talk about Hera Syndulla? Yeah. So, uh, so oddly enough, Hera in the Clone Wars really wasn't a big, I wasn't a big fan of Hera in, in the animated series. Uh, she was the uh, kind of like the captain of the ghost uh, mm-hmm. she was, you know, the, 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 almost the leader of the group. And I got to tell you, every single time she was on screen, uh, played by Mary Elizabeth Winstead, blew me away in this series. She was like my favorite character in this entire series. I'm glad you picked, picked her for me because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like, I, she was incredible. I was more interested in her storyline than I was in the Silka storyline. Right. Oh, during, during I, I agree with that one. Definitely. Yeah, um, they, we don't know enough about her. Yeah, and when she was put up in front of the council, whether she was going to be a main general uh, or not, I was way more enthralled in that <laughs> than anything else <laughs> in the series. It was like my like, like favorite part. Right. That's very cool. The only complaint I had about the Hera character was they really stayed religiously to her outfit, to the cartoon, to the animation. Um, yeah. Really, the orange and, and brown, I think it was the entire time through it. She has those uh, goggles on her face. Yeah, down to the goggles that she never wore. Yeah, right. yeah. exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Just in case she had to weld all of a sudden, she had her goggles already to go. I, I think she wears those goggles once in the entire animated series, across all of the series, just yeah, to justify the, them being on her costume. Sure. Like, I've been wearing a baseball cap since I was 12, maybe even younger. And I haven't played baseball since I was like 18. <laughs> so, <laughs> right. <laughs> But it keeps well, sure. out of your eyes. Um, I thought it was funny. It, it, it made headlines when her goggles were off in one of those later episodes when she was in front of the council. It was the big story that her goggles, she didn't have them on. Yeah. So, you know, that's that's not that great. Well, but that, it was formal. <laughs> right, exactly. Exactly. She had to go inside. Uh, but no, other than that, though, she was a really good character. Uh, another good one that came out of Rebels. And, and the interesting, too, is, is, is she's also married to... Uh... The uh, actor that played Kenobi, Ewan McGregor. Ewan McGregor. Yeah. Oh, and, right. and I must have had about twenty people message me uh, when that kind of broke <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> that she she was the actress that was that she's married to Ewan McGregor because I don't I think like yeah you're like the eighth person to tell me to message me. <laughs> it's kind of well, cool. People they know. The That's what it is. Yeah, right. I think Vanessa Marshall could have played her. Yeah. I think Vanessa Marshall is a. I don't know. That's you the voice I hear. She was the voice. Is that she was the voice her? of in of, Rebels. of Hera in Rebels. Yeah, got it. Gotcha. Um, okay. Well, very cool. Uh, Ian, can you tell us about Sabine Wren? Sabine Wren, actually, one of my least favorite characters in the series. <laughs> in the series or in general, Ian? No, in the series. Okay. In the series, right? Um, she is part of the Ghost Crew and. She is of Mandalorian descent, and at one time during the uh, Rebel series, she actually wielded the Darksaber. So she has some, uh, apparently she also has some Force abilities that I don't think they touched on in the Rebel series, but they they, uh, brought that to light in the uh, Ahsoka series. And she becomes uh, Ahsoka's uh, Padawan. Right. So when did that, 
and this is for everybody, when did that first happen with Sabine becoming a Padawan to Ahsoka? Did I miss that in Rebels? It was like the last episode of Rebels where they kind of go off together yeah, very end. and yeah. uh, and uh, Ahsoka kind of takes her under her wing. Right. Because that's the but big... did they ever imply that she had Force abilities? No. Well, we're finding out you don't need Force abilities to become a Jedi is what it seems. Isn't that kind of odd? <laughs> But she does now. Uh, again, this is full of spoilers, guys. So one of the big finale scenes was Sabine using her Force ability. She's, she gained it out of stress. Was it oh, in, the, in the cartoon, was it an implied that you needed some type of Force awareness to wield the Darksaber? Which is why Mando had such an issue with it? Wasn't that part? I didn't, no, no. I, Mando had an issue with it being heavy because he did not win it correctly. He didn't win it or he didn't like take it away from the owner of it to win it so he uh, i think that was his issue that's why when he gave it to um the other mandalorian she was able to take it and, and Boca -Tan. you know go right to town yeah right go right, right to right. town with it uh because she did win it from that robot guy um that the cyborg dude on mandalorian wow we're getting into another episode we, we are we're getting all kinds of Ahsoka, Ahsoka, that was my fault go go figure squirrel no that's it's interesting fine. with that's uh, fine. it's gonna happen was uh, when uh, huang said uh the, the droid he said like he's been around for 900 years and he says of all the jedi i've known or all the force uses i've known you're among the worst <laughs> no, that she, he said the worst the worst <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. Right. So that kind of gives you an idea of where she is in the level of uh, over 900 years of force users <laughs> that this guy you know has witnessed or destroyed yeah but she had something that um ahsoka saw so it, it went from there zombies will do that for you oh yeah no <laughs> doubt no doubt <laughs> patrick can you tell us about grand admiral thrawn sure um wow that's actually an awesome one to get it is um okay so i have just started uh one of the two thrawn series i finished one of the new trilogy so thrawn came from the chiss ascendancy i'm not going to go any further than him coming to the <laughs> empire uh yes um and he has made his way up through the empire uh and he is known to be incredibly tactical uh he can read body language he he studies art in in order to better take advantage of the people that he's attacking um he's completely ruthless he's actually very he's very scary i don't think this series did justice to him but uh at the end of rebels uh the one thing that people didn't really know why they should care about ahsoka i think is um ezra figured out a way to convince the Purgles to attack Thrawn's ship and take the whole ship out into hyperspace. And that's why that's why they're all gone. You had to you had to watch <laughs> Rebels to even understand why this mattered. Or or what you just Very said. Very true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. The Purgle. You know, right. it, it reminds me of in this episode there there's and I know uh, Patrick, you were gonna talk about him. Uh, they were sort of in the courts where Hera was trying to get permission for whatever. And the manga goes, what kind of fantasy is this? Space wells and just goes down the list of things. And I'm like, <laughs> that is what it sounds like if you're not into it. We're here talking about this stuff that's so cool. But somebody at outside's like, 
the hell are you talking about? Space whales and fairies and, and sorcerers. And I, think the only way that, funny. I think the only way that this works is that they hinted at it um, in Mando. You got to see them uh, in yes. that one little quick episode in Mando when they're mm-hmm. in hyperspace. Well, okay, so too is like people talk about the space whales not being Star Warsy. Uh, we had the space slug in Empire Strikes Back. I'm I'm fine with it. Right, you're right, yeah. and you're right. We didn't question that. Yeah, just get the hell out of there. The exactly. big, big galaxy, a lot of different creatures. Yeah. Uh, how about those guys on the Falcon when they were um, in the newer movies? Uh, Han and Chewie were transporting those big rolling whatever they were. Oh yeah, time. yeah, yeah. Right, well, yeah, but they're right. not flying in space though. Just, well, well we don't know that because or, they grabbed them. Yeah, all be, over the yeah, place. Yeah. But to, uh, to round up Thrawn. Uh, oh yeah, back to Thrawn. We did. Someone, we're all again. Uh, explain uh, a good way to describe his battle tactics is he could make five star destroyers, five star destroyers as powerful as fifty star destroyers. But the way he would use his tactics. Fair enough. He, uh, I mean, I'm just getting into probably the first third of the first book of the trilogy but it's when he's still with the chiss ascendancy he comes out of hyperspace into an ambush and he himself uh figures out a way just like that to turn the tides and they destroy their enemy and he's about to get court-martialed and nobody can come up with any reason to court-martial him because he won the day mm-hmm. And what, what makes him so scary is that he is the heir apparent. He is the most tactical person in the Empire besides the dead, some would say, Emperor. <laughs> right. Well, Somehow and, Palpatine came back. See, yeah, now here's, here's one of the holes in the storyline is that without us knowing anything about Thrawn beforehand, we've only heard a couple times from people in the shows who he was or, or how powerful he was. So... I don't think everybody has kind of the, the the real idea about how really bad the guy is. And it seems kind of, kind of a shame if he was really that badass, how he got tricked into being taken away by a bunch of space whales. Uh, to another galaxy, no less, let alone to like another part of uh, the Star Wars universe. Another galaxy. galaxy. That's what this is all about at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. But, sure. but Patrick, I agree with something you said earlier. I don't think that the the... I didn't like the portrayal of Thrawn in live action. I thought the the animated version of Thrawn is so menacing and so cool that something just seemed a little off. Even though it's the same character actor, I, I just I really think it was the makeup. To be honest with you, I think it maybe was that's too it. realistic. Something just it he could have been just a pale blue guy because he was blue, and it would have been more realistic looking. Maybe that is it. it there was like an alien effect to the animated piece. Sure. Maybe you got it there, Ed. I, I did love that he thought he was going to win the whole time but the whole time he had a contingency plan for if they get through this if they get through this if they get through this yeah i've been fooled by a jedi once it's not going to happen again i've been fooled by a single jedi once <laughs> but yeah. he will but he will that's well, the storyline at the same time though too is this is a kind of a, a defeated and beaten thrawn that we're getting at this point whereas he's been on xl for how low how long i i, and I don't very know. low well, resources the, the whole empire war he's been away yeah, yeah, and, and he he said himself, "I'm very low on resources." You guys arrived just in time to get us out of here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, definitely. And there's a whole conversation just involved in the stormtroopers and everything involved in him being in the other galaxy. Oh man, talk I'm not about sure if we're going to exactly get to that tonight. Stormtrooper with the gold face, man, cool. Sure, the new character. First time I saw it, I'm like, 
that's weird. That's creepy. It looks like 1950s sci-fi. Then it grew on me. I just saw what you guys think. Buck Rogers. That's all. I, right. That's what I saw too first, and then I'm like, he, oh, I like it. So it's oh, Eno, it reminded right? me of the Gladiator with that that fighter uh, with the silver mask. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Uh, Enoch is the name, or what was the name? Enoch. Yeah. Enoch. So now the only the reason I think name. he's going to be around with us for a while is because he's a really legit actor that played that part of a character with a mask on for a very, very small amount of part in this series. But because I think the name actor was there, and I can't remember the gentleman's name, but he was in, um, oh, he was in the Expanse series. He played one of the main characters in that. And he was also in, um, what's the one oh, the bird? The uh, Hunger Games. Right, Hunger Games. He was one of the cameramen like in the later movies too. So interesting to see if we get Enoch later on. We'll see. I hope so. Minor character, though. Gwendolyn um, Christie was in Star Wars. True. To to round out some of our main characters, though, we did see Ezra. So for those that remember, Ezra was the kid who we met in Rebels, who we basically saw grow up and come into his force powers and become a Padawan and such like that. As we already talked about, Ezra was part of the plan or part of just what happened that got Thrawn out of the galaxy and away for a while. Ezra went with him, and we found out he's been kind of hanging out with a bunch of, uh, what kind of aliens do we call these guys? Turtles? <laughs> oh, Crab the turtles. Um, mutant ninja the, turtle. The Nodi. The Nodi. Nodi. Nodi, something like that. Yep. Which is great to have a new race of people, of things, people, aliens, is which it? seems just like any other race in this universe. In, sure. in a different one, or I'm sorry, in this galaxy as opposed to in a different galaxy. So it's great to see how like alike things are. Um, okay, so now moving on to characters that we've just met in the Ahsoka series. And I think these are gonna be important characters going on, is that the first characters we met in the very first episode were two Jedi who I'm pretty sure we all thought were kind of like evil Jedi. Sam, can you tell us about Balin? Well, I think we all saw that because the first thing that you see is is a, a dark cloak and a red lightsaber. So we all immediately think, oh my gosh, it's a Sith. What's he here for? What's going on? But I think as the character starts to develop, we look at him a little differently. And that why he's carrying a red blade, I don't know. But I don't think that his mind is Sith. I think that he was, or we learn later, that he was once a Jedi. And he's fallen out of sorts, potentially, with the Jedi Order. One of the episodes was called Fallen Jedi, and I think there are multiple references. He might be one. But I don't think that he's a Sith, because Sith destroy everything, and that wasn't his intention. And as he worked with his seemed-to-be Padawan of sorts, he wasn't training her to be a Jedi. He was training her for something bigger, he said at one point. And I think the way that this series ends... He's kind of connected or wants to be connected or related to with the father of the the, the father, the mother, the son, the daughter. Um, and is looking for something else. Maybe it's the world between worlds. Maybe it's something else. But there's definitely a lot of mystery in this character that I'd love to explore more of. And I'm glad that we have the opportunity to do that. But I'm also saddened that Ray Stevenson, who plays that character, is no longer with us and can't carry on that torch. But right. I hope this character, mm -hmm. we learn more about it. 
Yeah, oh, no doubt. I tell you what, the finale, the way the finale ended with him standing in front of himself is what I thought it was initially. The father. A big yeah. statue um, or a big carving mountain that it was just phenomenal. Um, and it kind of made my interest factor in this guy go from a 10 to about 100. I, and he's not a Sith. I think we all agree that, that, that he's not. But right. he's is he a dark Jedi or is he just trying to be something else? His saber wasn't white. It was red. Don't know the well, significance, but... Well, I think was they it said it was orange. orange. I think Filoni, Filoni uh, publicly right. said that it was it was orange. It wasn't fully red. Okay, which I'd have led to go more back. to the story that it was something else, not it's a something Sith, else, not yes. a Jedi. It's but... like purple in Mace Windu, right? It's something else. Well, that's why. Right. Why can't orange be a Jedi? That's that's my other thought in there too, because yeah, they're know. basically every other color, but red. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, I, I but I love the character. I absolutely love it. And the, the more that this series went on, the more I want to learn more about it. And the background and who this was and and who right. was his uh who, who was his jedi master and and where was he during order 66 and uh, give me so a Malin school comic book please there, there right. is i saw something animated an article with him animated already um so uh, keep your eyes open i think it's I'm, on I'm with way. You, patrick i want more of that story but i think that was probably one of the best storylines that did come out of this whole series on top of Ahsoka moving on and finding out what's going to happen and such like that, yeah, the story of Balin and his Padawan, or whatever he's going to call it, Shin. So yeah. she's another odd character, and the way we finished up with her in Episode Eight left a lot to be desired, meaning, like, what's the next thing? Well, well yeah. We don't, we don't know anything about her. We, Which is we, the coolest thing to know about a Star Wars character. <laughs> Nothing. That's what right. has us guessing. That's what has us coming back. Well, the other thing, too, with Shin Hati is you almost have to ask, why was she even in this series? Because she really didn't have a role to play other than to have lightsaber battles with Sabine. I mean... Well, it seemed like, yeah. Yeah. Like, in the end, she's kind of, like, left on her own. She's, she was basically just like, well, you go do this, you go do that. She kind of, And with, you know... Tag, I guess it was to support Balin's skull by you know wearing the, the braid, the Jedi braid, to show that he's not really a Sith. He's Which is treating her more as a Jedi than he is a Sith. Right. The, the Jedi braid and what and all that. But in the end, when the series wrapped up, I look back at it and I go, "Why was she there? Other than to give Sabine somebody to battle with?" I, I think that's what it is. She's just the antithesis. Antithesis. Yeah. Is that the right yeah. word? Yeah, uh, to to Sabine and and Ahsoka. Yeah, it would like, give an see... opportunity for Ahsoka to battle Balin, and Sabine needed to battle somebody. I did see a theory out there saying she is a clone of Luke Skywalker. Yeah, that's <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> well, there was a clone of Luke Skywalker, an evil clone of Luke Skywalker, in uh, one of the the Legends novels involving Thrawn. Yeah, uh, ding 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 ding. See, there you go. Maybe that's why the theory came out to begin with. Could be. Could be. Um, and for the record, I don't think that uh, Balin is the father. I think he thinks he's the father. He wants to be, or wants to be, right? I think. I think Anakin already is the father. The Possibly. big question with Balin is, is: How are they going to continue his story? Is it going to be recast? Is it going to be CGI? Is it going to be a novel? They're going to recast. He's got to be recast. He's got. I believe they're going to recast it. Is there an Ahsoka season two? Where do we yes. know? Is there? Or well, is it the that's a good point, Sam, because there is there is the movie that's going to be coming out. So does Which that ties everything become? together? Ahsoka, Mando, season two, 
So at Star Wars Celebration, when Dave Filoni was on stage, somebody yelled out Ahsoka season two or something like that. And and Filoni kind of just kind of giggled and laughed. And he goes, well, we'll see if you guys like season one first before we talk about <laughs> season two. You know how That's it's smart going answer. Yeah, yeah. But you know he knew then what was going on. Sure. sure. I hope it's mapped out a little bit you, you um, ahead of time. And, and so one of the things that I got, and I, I want to touch on this because I felt like I love the series. I love the way it played out. But I also thought that there were parts of it that seemed rushed along and other parts that weren't. For example, in these eight episodes, I felt like when we were in episode four or five, when they get to jump to a galaxy far, far away, they get to that galaxy and they immediately find Thrawn and Ezra. And there, I thought, were three episodes of adventures happening on this planet when they're trying to find them. And and that could have ended with finding Ezra as the end of season one. I would have been happy with that as an outcome. It just felt like they rushed. They show up on a planet and boom, there's the two people you're looking for. You find them in 30 minutes. I'm like, whoa, that was quick. <laughs> I felt like that could have lasted multiple episodes is what I'm getting to. Yeah, right. I, I mean, Ahsoka did say, "I feel very confident we'll find them right away." When they were, you know, when they were. <laughs> By fighting. the way, right, but but they, but Sabine, they, she just goes out on her, on her little horse, or not horse, but the wolf or whatever she was riding, and boom, oh, there's there he is. Oh, hey, oh, these turtle people. Well, I thought like, it was really slow in certain areas, like in other areas. Yes, I'm with yeah, you, and in, I couldn't get like the in episode one. Don't get me wrong; I enjoyed playing those video games, but I don't need to watch somebody play those video games. Yeah, just, I agree. Like, yeah. Cut through that. Show me that she got it. Um, right. Her getting into the whale, like that, took a long time. It did. It did. So it's it. The and then they rushed in other places, like you said. Yeah. Right. But they also left enough questions to to go with side stories off of it, places to tie it into Mando. Right. When did this happen in the timeline of Mandalorian? Because we know Ahsoka showed up with Luke training Grogu. So was that before or after this? Or I think. Didn't we hear that this happened during season two of Mando? During a there was a specific I, like Filoni okay. mentioned episode of Mando where Ahsoka was like kind of right then and there. This was happening in Mando. Okay, um, I'd have to go back and look specifically what it was, but I think they did nail it as far as when it was. Well, so it I believe it was when they were they were they were um, interrogating Hera, and they they mentioned what about that incident on Mandalorian on Mandalore oh yep 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 mm -hmm. right yeah because that was and that was after with, with the Gideon. Imperial remnant or whatever yeah mm -hmm. which was Gideon they were talking about right? correct correct yeah. correct yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah so which by the way early I, after that yeah I love that yeah that, that same room I got to bring this up but I'm sorry yet because one of my favorite parts of this whole series is 3PO showing up in that room with yes. a message from was it General you know, Organa at that point, or was she yeah. some... favorite? It was Senator. No, she was still Senator. I just because I'm like, the... oh my god, if they could get Carrie Fisher to walk in here, right? Oh, just amazing. <laughs> that would have yeah, been interesting and to me. I mean, that was one of the oh, twice, all the hairs in my arms went up, and it just same was, here. And that was just so like exciting. motion of that, and it was simple. It was just. Yeah. And it was silly the way they bring him in and they're blocking him so you can't see it. But it's like, we all know it's 3PO. Although his <laughs> neck didn't look right. I don't think it was Anthony Daniels or he getting weight in there. But it doesn't matter. It was still C-3PO, period. He did do have a bit of bigger that was? Do, you, do you guys know where that hearing was being held? 
It was uh, the same was, room. I think I saw it somewhere, but I well, it, it, there were there was well, it was a, a Star Cruiser super fan hint. Here you go. Okay. Um, the door as they're walking in, uh, the symbol on the main door looks almost identical to the CSL logo, which indicates that they are on Chandrilla still. Oh no. Okay. On one oh, of the uh, one cool. of the Starliner so cruisers or on the planet. I got it. Planet. Uh, well, planet CSL logo. is the private. It's like the Royal Caribbean of yes, Chandrilla. yes, the Starliner, right? Yeah, CSL, nice. got it. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. There. right, right. So that That's logo, logo is is basically on the door, um, more or less. Cool. It's it's styled a little bit different, and it's like little things like that that these shows put into it. That uh, yeah. Uh, can I talk about one of the other characters? Yeah, sure. Cool. Definitely want because there's yeah. a there's a couple characters that came in that are not main characters, but they definitely made up. However, I want to make an exception because this is another main character. Secret uh, was a main character. Come on, Hu <laughs> Yang stole the show. He was awesome. He was in every episode, yes. wasn't he? Yes. Um, mm-hmm. Played by David Tennant. Um, he's been around for hundreds, if not thousands, of years. Um, he's made or helped make just about every single lightsaber ever made by a Jedi and that right. all of the designs are stored and like that's kind of cool super <laughs> sure. the best part was when he was making the lightsaber with Ezra at the end um, yeah. he there was a couple different easter eggs that they threw out in that scene the first one being the whole idea about the uh, mirror being too thin or the blade was going to be too thin they were so making fun of rebels because Rebels had the bad reputation of their lightsabers weren't actually too standards. They were a little too thin, so they're making right. fun of that totally. Yeah. Um, and, and there was a, another party mentioned about Kanan, about how Kanan's lightsaber, he used a specific emitter, which he had a second one for that he gave to Ezra. So the Padawan was thinking like the Master did in creating his new lightsaber. Yeah. So that was really cool. But and I don't think they touched on his knowledge enough. That was the other side of the coin with this with this uh, droid. I thought that scene was cool and the fact that Ezra gave him no respect until he mentioned that he knew Kanan Jarrus. And then it was like, oh, wait a minute. You knew my master? How? And then mm-hmm. he respected him. I thought that was cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sure. Well, well, I think it was a mutual cool. respect. I don't think the droid really was giving Ezra much benefit of the doubt building the lightsaber yeah, until right. he right. mentioned his master as well. Good point. Yeah. And I thought it was cool the way that with, with Yang that they kind of gave little every episode almost we got another little tidbit about his history. And and I think we're gonna end up seeing him in Acolyte when that comes out. That's a whole nother thing, dude, because he's the <laughs> only one that could be an acolyte based yeah. on timing. Because it's so old, yeah. Way before the prequels for that. He yeah. said the magic words too, didn't he? He said in a galaxy far, far away. Yeah. And then they cut. It was beautiful. Love that. That's ever. the only time that's ever been spoken in a Star tell me, Wars. Tell me a story. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. Tell me one stories. He still has, what, 99% or 98% of his original parts still? It's pretty impressive. <laughs> I love his hands coming out. He, he fought a little bit there. He had, too. Those those training arms that come Oh, up. my gosh. That point mm-hmm. was the best. <laughs> Rock'em, sock'em droids. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So I don't want to get too far away from the droids without mentioning Chopper. Yeah, Chopper is yeah. another droid that we were introduced to in real life. Uh, the crew. And he is from the animation. Uh, he's from Rebels also. Chopper is known to have or known to be a mass murderer 
basically. <laughs> he worked for the, uh, during, before the Empire, basically was at war with the Rebels and everybody, the, the Alliance. He caused so many deaths that it's been amazing. There's He's a whole... one of the few characters to curse in Star Wars, too. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Like uh, very, very good character. Still not sure if he has really any uh, independence or not, or it's all independence. That's interesting. He uh, he made a cameo in uh, was it Solo or was it Rogue One? Rogue, Rogue One. One. He was in Rogue One when they paged General Sindula mm -hmm. in the hangar. He he, uh, he was rolling across the back, yeah. which was a cool Easter egg in that movie. Oh sure, yeah. sure. I always seen yeah, those ships because we saw was when we got as each character met Ezra again. They haven't seen him in nine years. Uh, uh, Sabine took a while to kind of go in for the hug. Ahsoka did a little bit sooner. Chopper went in for the hug immediately. As soon as he He's recognized like, him, he ran right up to him. Yeah. And he that's the only one that even took his out. mask off. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. He wasn't even holding a, a blaster on him at all. He knew. Yeah. And what Ian was saying about once once he took his mask off, why did he come down with his mask on? What is wrong with him? <laughs> hey, Suspense. come down with the mask on because that's his thing. That's what he did when he was that's a true. kid. But, yeah. like, why wear the armor the whole time? Yeah. yeah. Especially when you got away. Yeah. And, yeah, that was ridiculous. That was ridiculous. But anyways. Yeah, yeah but it looked out. cool. Well, that was <laughs> yeah. the point. That was the point. Yes, and again, we, a whole day, how did he escape? How did he get away? So there's a lot still left to, to find out. A lot of stories to tell. Thrawn let him go. Maybe. Yeah, he snuck, he snuck away. He flew off. It's a big ring. Somehow he managed, you know, their sensors were down. <laughs> <laughs> Did they did they crash? They just came out of hyperspace, and then well, we don't who know. knows what happened? There, there's all yeah. kind of questions we don't know have the answer yeah. to that. Right. Yeah, definitely. So now, after watching that entire series, I, I am looking forward to what's going to happen next. But looking back on it, there were definitely some things that stood out. Uh, some things that were just fun to watch. Things that I just couldn't stop smiling over, or even kind of even shed a tear on some things. Um, what about you guys? I mean, is there anything that you really stood out to you that if anybody's going to watch this series, something they should look for? Uh, a minor thing, but I really liked Ahsoka's ship. I thought it was a really cool design. And yeah, we saw it in Rebels and we saw it in Clone Wars, but I, I think we saw it in Clone Wars. Uh, but I, I wanted to kind of do some research on it. And I was running, we don't know the name of the ship. We know about the Millennium Falcon. We know about the Ghost. We, you know, do you guys know the name of the ship? No. I no, I don't know, know the name of the Lego it. set. I just saw the Lego set for Yeah, it. there's a Lego set. And I think, uh, is Balin in that Lego set, by the way? I was just trying to think. I don't it. know, but I don't know if they had the name of the ship on the set or if it's just Ahsoka's ship. I'll have to go back and look. So, but I, I think Hugh Yang, if it's been with Hugh Yang the whole time, then that ship's just as old as Hugh Yang. Could, yeah. um, could be. But the the uh, they call it a TX. or Sorry, a, uh, a T6 ship. Is what they call it and i kind of did a little bit more research on it and it's a t6 1974 and i'm thinking well okay there's got to be 1974 that's 1974 that's got to mean something so i looked at i i did some some back studying like some research dave filoni was born june 7th 1974 so there's your <laughs> six june is a six <laughs> month, 1974 so there there's this uh, but i'm pumped there yeah, you go but I, oh, I really liked the look of her ship. I thought it was really cool. Way better than the Ghost, in my opinion. They call it a Jedi shuttle. That's the other description. A, a T6 cool. Jedi shuttle. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, T6. So the, the six is a six month. Very cool. <laughs> so it was kind of a, kind of There's a, always something part. small like that. You're right. Like that. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. 
Good stuff. There were a few, there were a few things I really uh, enjoyed in the episode. Like you said, Sam, when C-3PO came out, it was cool. I, during that whole hearing, I was yelling at the TV screen, where <laughs> is uh, uh, Organa? Uh, not Organa. Um, R2. Uh, uh, Leia. Leia. I said, I said, where is Leia? Because I'm saying, I'm thinking this is yeah, the New Republic. There. She's a main uh, yeah. head in the New Republic. She would be mm -hmm. part of this. And so then when they brought in C3, I was like, okay, okay. thank you. He's thank you very much. He's in a Senate <laughs> chamber someplace. This works. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Cool. And the other. You say that, Ian, because like myself, I didn't think that at all because I know Carrie Fisher is no longer with us. So I didn't bring it thought about they would bring Leia in. Uh, I love the way they did it, though. Yeah, yeah. she covered it. Sure. Yeah. Plus, it also gave us a, gave us another piece of that puzzle, letting us know timeline where we are too. Leah's mm -hmm. still a senator. She's still trying to hold it together with the Senate, and that's actually kind of important too because Ahsoka, a couple of different times in this series, we saw how badly the rebels have won. So the Rebel Alliance had won. The Empire had been beaten. Yet the government still is a very weak government. They're very concerned about all these different things that are going to overthrow them. And I think that's what's causing the downfall, which then leads on to the First Order. And then the Empire-like government coming back, which and at was some always point, the big question. At some point, Organa gets ticked off at the whole thing and quits and starts the resistance. Right. Mm -hmm. And becomes the general. And, and because well, at some she point... She gets found out. Uh, somebody finds out her lineage. Uh, I think it's a book called Bloodlines. Yeah, it's in Bloodlines. Uh, someone... Yeah, somebody finds out her lineage to Darth Vader, and, and they're like, oh, you're the daughter her. of a mass murderer? You can't be in our government. Right, yeah. <laughs> I think they're having a lot more problems than that, which is kind of <laughs> cool. Now, one of the guys who was involved in the government scene with Hera being um, you know, interrogated and asked about why she was doing those things was a character from another Star Wars animated show called... Resistance. Know, Resistance. Right, Resistance. And it was perfect the way he acted and the way he was he was acting. Yeah. And resistance now takes place after this, right before the first order starts. And that cartoon actually gives you a lot of insight on the beginnings of the first order, uh, the mm -hmm. beginnings of soldiers stopping at a different like space station and then just staying, um, different things like that. So very very cool how it all ties together. One of my favorite things I gotta say was just kind of all of episode five. I mean, I've watched all of the animation. Uh, I haven't, I haven't fully watched everything in Resistance that we were just talking about, but mm -hmm. I love all of that stuff. Uh, and so to see it all in live action, more or less, see it in that you got to see Rex twice. Like I got to oh, see right. live action Rex. Like sure. that's that's awesome. In different points see. in time. And right. I was going to yeah. say, my big crossover yeah. moment for animation was the Clone Wars. Seeing mm -hmm. yeah. Anakin and uh, Rex back then and Ahsoka very young leading her troops into that first battle where she made the mistake and people got killed and it kind of just began the whole thing that brought her to the end of the Jedi order I, for her. I got to give think. out a brief shout out to a, an acquaintance that I met on Star Cruiser, Maria Sandoval. She's the lead hair designer for Ahsoka, Book of Boba Fett. Um, she was on my first Star Cruiser journey, um, cool. and nice. she she got to recreate all of Anakin Skywalker's hair, like with the real guy. You know, oh, she cool. she got to she got to 
do that. So when you look at those side by side pictures, she did that. <laughs> so right. shout out to her. She did a fantastic job. And the, the amazing part there was not just that it was the animated Clone Wars come to life. I, I mean, when that scene starts and one clone trooper runs by, you're like, or comes out of the fog towards the camera. They're like, mm -hmm. oh my God, it's a clone trooper. Then there's another mm -hmm. one. There's another one. Then the camera pans around and you're in the middle of the Clone Wars. It's like, holy jeez. And then you right. see the young Ahsoka. That was a blow your mind moment. Then you realize that it's character development for Ahsoka because she's reliving those events and seeing them through a different lens. And when there's a scene of her looking at Anakin running into that battle and it flashes Vader right over him and it goes away. Oh, yeah. oh my God, that was skin crawl on my, like you said before, Stan, my yeah. hair was standing straight up because I'm like, oh my God, that is so incredible. Yeah, that imagery flat. was just amazing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and it makes it you think, what if, uh, basically this is like, what if Star Wars? Like, what if Ahsoka hadn't left and she was there to fight Anakin instead of Obi-Wan? What if, right? Would yes. she have been able to turn him back? Because in the world between worlds, she looked straight into the eye of that dark side and, like, he turned good again. Yeah, like, yeah, you're right. You're right. And that that's a whole other thing. I, I, I love it. I don't even know it's, what to say about It's great. It's fantastic. That, that seemed to be an extra storyline throughout the series was, or for a couple episodes anyway, was the Anakin storyline. Because yeah. we did see him become a force ghost, which we assumed that meant that he was redeemed or he somehow worked his way through. There is and no that, Sith force ghost, right? That's the, right. That's the thing, yeah. So that was kind of the, the indication that, that he made it. I, I, I don't know. It was nice seeing him in all those different time frames. It was great seeing Anakin in his armor from the Clone Wars. That was that was me. And his hair matched everyone, right Patrick. Yeah, I remember yeah, yeah. that story. Yeah. Right, exactly. Live, live and action that, <laughs> Siege of Mandalore. And I do remember seeing it being the hair. Yep. The other thing, too, with those, if you want to call them flashbacks, I guess, uh, with the young uh, Ahsoka, that kind of hit me more so when you see a young ahsoka battling in the clone wars you don't think much about it but when you see this child in the middle of the battlefield in live action it's different yeah it's different it's like these are this is a little girl like this she shouldn't be in the battlefield in the middle of the war like what's going three on here minutes right. later three minutes later we saw her in live action siege of mandalore and look at how she was taking people down right yeah, in, Man sure. in mando armor and so yeah. like that's what she went from from a child on a beach to this person that could mow through the best army in the world yeah Galaxy, oh, excuse me and this was about the time she made one of the greatest points in that and this could be why the jedi order really did end was these jedis weren't being taught to bring peace to the world these jedis were leading armies mm -hmm. to fight for the current uh, you know the republic yeah, they so, weren't peacekeepers, they were soldiers. Right. right. And That's that right. was a big point she brought up, and I think that was a major, major thing that is what Ahsoka is all about. That's why she left the Jedi Order. That's who she is today. Um, yeah, there's a lot in that. What I appreciated about that uh, flashback see, uh, scene, it, it, it showed how she started to forgive Anakin uh, and not close him off and close off her past to him and that's what opened her up to to act to her growth mm -hmm. yeah yeah uh, 
to go off of that, I think she also forgave herself a bit too. Mm-hmm. She was a very stoic Ahsoka in the first part of the series. Uh, arms crossed, very quiet, very solemn, never smiled. And it seemed like after the whole world between worlds happened, she was a different Ahsoka. She was able to be more free. She was a bit more light. Right. White. Physically, costume was white. It was completely yeah. different. Oh, yes. He came back Ahsoka the White. Yeah. 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 Do you think she took responsibility for Anakin turning into Darth Vader? Wasn't that something that came across a little bit where I because she was. left him? I totally yeah. She did have some guilt in the the Rebels series for that, right? Mm-hmm. Is getting over. Right. Right. Exactly. Right. Patrick, do you think getting over that guilt is what resulted in Ahsoka the White being in the White? And she just got over it. She she left it behind her. It, it is what it is. She accepted it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I agree. You're right. She I, was such a happier girl after that. Or happier, right. Yeah. And she was at peace, right? That's when she said, tell me a story. Tell me one of those stories. Yeah. <laughs> he started yeah. in a galaxy far, far away. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> How about the score when they finally oh, yeah. introduced Thrawn? Music, amazing, period. <laughs> oh, yeah. Music's always good, no matter what it is. Um, it just keeps you into it. Well, even when they introduced uh, Sabina in the first episode with her racing and the rock music playing, it was mm-hmm. something new for Star Wars, but I loved it. I thought it was it was perfect for the mm-hmm. for the time. Sure, scene. definitely. Um, and then Ian brought up this point real quick about Sabine, and then we're going to move on to the next thing, um, about how she was not as powerful a character as she was in Rebels. Uh, I think Sabine lost a lot for some reason. She seemed to be more of a follower than a leader. She was very unsure of everything. And I don't think it's the big character. Um, the character, what am I called? Um, development the way growth. She, right, right. The development should have gone based on the ending of Rebels and then the beginning of this. It seemed like too much. Well, lightsaber um, to the gut will do that to you. <laughs> yeah, good point. Well, if she continued to practice, yeah. once one stab, second shy. Yeah, right. we gotta, um, yeah. Yeah, Qui Gon would be upset. Oh wow! Yeah, exactly. And wait, what? Okay. okay. When, we, when we were introduced to her in this series, she's kind of almost out of the picture already. She's kind of living on her own in that tunnel. She doesn't want to be with anybody. She doesn't want to. She didn't go to the award ceremony. Uh, that they were having for her. On, she on was her living planet. in Ezra's old place. She, yeah, yeah, exactly. And what happened to that loath cat? She left it behind. It um, there's a, I saw a headline. <laughs> they, they they do say, um, actually, Star Wars or LucasArts says what happens to the cat. I didn't read the article. There was so they were concerned that people account. wanted to know. <laughs> I was just left it with fine. a big pile of food. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Can't get down. It's hundreds that of feet. That box is overflowing by now. Right. Um, okay, so before we finish up, guys, are there really any major unanswered questions? I mean, there are, but like to you, what is the major unanswered question? I mean, we definitely touched on Balin and what's going on with him. Um, we also have Ahsoka and Sabine in a different galaxy, uh, although they don't seem too concerned about that. Ahsoka was so okay by staying, and, and Sabine seemed even more okay by staying to help Ahsoka. So, but what yeah. do you guys think? Ahsoka says this is where we're supposed to be. So, yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to seeing how they somehow link it to the future that we know, right? Like we know the First Order does rise. So, yep, it was Thrawn involved somehow, or 
like did it rise from the ashes of something he brought back like i don't know i mean that's a good point because also we don't mention thrawn with the first order and from then on right how do we exactly he's not around in the prequels uh ezra's not around uh sabine's not around ahsoka's not around or for sequels i said prequels uh sequels so and thrawn's not around so how do we get there right how much time passes through all this right i mean are the events uh are we away while well that's true too because leah becomes an old woman by the end by the beginning of the sequels she's already a 60 year old you know Mm -hmm. Whatever. So yeah. So there I, is how a how lot of time, time that does go by. You how much ready. time did it take them to get between galaxies, even flying at that super light speed or whatever they did? I mean, were they? Was that hours? Was it months? Was it a year? Who knows? Right? There's a lot of and that's yeah. What What did Thrawn and Ezra talk about on their ride? Huh? Uh, right. <laughs> well, so, <laughs> or this. Okay. I'm I'm the analytical type. So I think Mando season one was five years after. Uh, the second Death Star went down. Right. So that would mean that um, Ben Solo would have been like three and a half around then. So that he would be like five, six, right around now. And how old was he when he took the temple down? And then how old was he in the prequels? So like that's a that's the easiest way I keep track of it. Yeah, no, was, you're right. Because that, there's 20 years or so the, there at least. <laughs> it was it was the honeymoon that... Uh, right, and there's yeah. at least 20... I would think there's 20 years before he takes the temple down. 18 at least? I don't know. Easily. Yeah, something like that. Right, right, right. right. All right, either way. The, the, the thing that I'm most interested in is what happens on that planet. You left Balin there. You left Shin there. You left uh, Ahsoka and... and, and um, Sabine. Sabine, what happens there? Is there a friendship in the making? Do they all come together and figure out this whole balance thing? Do they... Season 2, Episode 1 starts up with them taking off on their ship after being there for two years, and that's the end of the story. <laughs> Singing right. Kumbaya. There's so much that could happen there. I really think that it was setting things up for you know, when, when Ahsoka reaches out to Shin and says, you know, come with us. And well, that's she, what I she paused for a minute and then she left on her horse. But I'm like, that could be the beginning of this all coming together and figuring out that there's more to it than the good versus the evil and the Jedi and the Sith. And there's something more. And they, right. before them, they figure that out. For a did second, say, I thought did you that. Say Mortis? Did you say Mortis? Mortis. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah but who knows? Maybe he'll show up. Well, but I thought um, they all died in uh, Clone Wars. The Mortis gods. The son was still alive. The daughter had died and put her life into Ahsoka. And the, I thought the son died too. I don't I think, think so. no, because his statue was there, still there. If you remember the statue at the end, the daughter <laughs> was That was gone. the big part. Yeah. The son was still there. We're such nerds, guys. I love it. Well, yeah, but that, but it's true, right? When you look at it, the the and and maybe that's it. And, and the owl showing up with Ahsoka being around is the is the idea that the sister or the daughter yeah. is in her. Yeah. That's the yes. daughter. In her. The, the yeah, only thing know. I'm I'm wondering is is did you guys play the video game or know anything about the video game? Because I think the Zephos. The Zephos. That's. I think there might be something to that. The like the the map that she had, the whole the whole Maybe. video like the video game esque map room thing. Right. That all screamed Zepho to me. 
Yeah. There was also Zepho riding on the uh, Night Sisters Temple. Right. Oh, well, there you go. But, the uh, but yeah, built how about the Night Sisters game, just so. in general being in here? What do you, that what was do you guys awesome. think of that? Oh, the Sisters of Fate. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm, yeah, cool. The green magic, I'm good with it. It's kind of like the force, but it's not the force. But maybe, well, I, I and we're know. also finding out there's so many different like weapons in the galaxy that really are compatible or, or can beat um, lightsabers. Yeah. So yeah. you know, dark sabers and green and light the, swords, uh, whatever this one was called. What did they call it? It was uh, Towson. Uh, Mother Towson sword. Yeah, Mother Towson yeah. sword. And it was and the power from the three witches. Even those sticks that those guys in red had lightsaber wouldn't cut through most of them yeah. the oh right the well even the first order have guys that the lightsaber wouldn't hurt mm -hmm. so, oh yeah mm -hmm. the, you know the yeah. kylo's guards or the supreme leader snoke's guards yeah this series left a lot of open questions uh what's in those coffin type cases yes yeah are or they, are they really coffins people say that but maybe they're not is maybe it NASCAR? with what we you know so we got all that they go to dafamir so i'm assuming they're witches uh they did mention that I still yeah. wanted them not to go to Dathomir. I wanted them to go to, uh, um, uh, oh, geez, Vader's Tatooine? planet. No, not Tatooine. Vader's oh. planet. Oh. Mustafar. Yeah, I Tatooine. wanted them to pull up the Mustafar. That's what I was hoping for. Oh. I'm like, yeah. come on, come on, come on, come yeah. <laughs> no. on. So I'm, I'm assuming there's witches in those, in those coffins or in those cases uh, that are still asleep. Maybe it's a bunch of Darth Mauls. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> But it, it would make sense for the for the Night Sisters to put their faith into Thrawn to bring them back to Dathomir so they could resurrect their Night Sisters. Yeah, not they, caring about the Empire. Because Ezra said care. that that Thrawn or that uh, that Thrawn only woke three of the Night Sisters. Yeah. Oh, so that makes a good argument for the rest of those coffins to be Night Sisters. Sure. Yeah. 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 I can see it. Uh, the other thing, too, is we have more Jedi's running around now than we've had had in probably in a couple of, uh, of uh, generations. We've got Hera's son, uh, Jason, who's now showing. Yeah, I kind of like right. that little story arc there with Jason. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, Ezra's back, you know, so we're starting. I could see Luke getting his pupils together now. Yeah, and this it's time, cool what I was about to say, oh, uh, the way that Thrawn reacted to hearing that Ahsoka was Luke Skywalker's Padawan. I wonder what he's going to do when he shows up and finds out that uh, Anakin Skywalker's Padawan or, uh, son his is, offspring. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> is a master. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Something I want to touch on is uh, giving Filoni a lot of credit for the a lot of small things that he did. Um, oh, yeah. For example, like some, some of the names of the characters, like Enoch. So that's a biblical name. That's the father of Methuselah. And he was the only person in the Bible to get into heaven without dying. So that kind of, you know, leads into like an undead type of thing. Um, the whole Balin and uh, Shin versus Ahsoka and Sabine. It's Balin and Shin represent like medieval knights with their armor and their fighting style. And Sabine and uh, Ahsoka are more um, samurai, and it's it's little things like that. The three the sisters of fate, with uh, that being having Greek and Macbeth ties to it, it's it's just little things like that that I, I truly appreciate that's within the series. Yeah, definitely, absolutely. How cool was it though to see the three Jedi storming the tower with Ezra, Ahsoka, and Sabine? 
That's cool. Uh, and it's a mountain of storm. Not a mountain, but a bunch of stormtroopers coming at him. That was a, such a cool scene to see, too. Oh, which also leads drone. to zombie stormtroopers. Yeah. Yes. Have you seen this? No, this you is... Know, I don't know. What did you think about that? I, I, I think it went a little too far in that. I mean, I that's enough, that was one of the predictions that I made more or less as a joke <laughs> right. after, after the first episode is we're going to see storm zombie stormtroopers in this series. Yeah. And we did. With, and it was, yeah. Okay. With well, the glowing what, eyes and everything. Well, since you guys brought this up, one other question about the stormtroopers before we finish, why were the guys from Thrawn's um, Star Destroyer wrapped in red? I because assume that that was like Eddie Van Halen's guitar. Uh, okay, fair enough. <laughs> or Steven Tyler's microphone. Yes, that's what I was going to say. Uh, but I assumed that they were already zombies. That's why they were wrapped in the red, and that kind of denoted the, the deadness of them. I don't know. Uh, because they looked like crap. I mean, there's no way they should have looked that, you know. Well, Maybe no it was what, just to hold them together? Yeah. Could Maybe. be holding armor together. The, the armor, you mean, because it was so old? Yeah, I can't imagine them, the, the equipment being that bad over only, like, nine years. But, yeah, maybe, maybe. Um, it's it's government it's government funding, man. They get built they have by the like, lowest bidder. Don't they have rooms <laughs> of like extra shin guards and sh you know stuff like that? Um, this yeah. isn't Star Trek. They don't have replicators, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, and going back to like the little details of design, even the music uh, for each of the characters was more representative of whatever their background was if you go and listen to the ahsoka specific scenes that music is almost exactly the the score of a kurosawa film it's so yeah. like kevin kiner and his family did such a great job replicating stuff like that oh, very cool yep that'll definitely be something to listen to the next time around because i will be watching the series again I, I do have a very important question how did the note naughty put on their clothes did they take their shell off <laughs> first and then put the shell put their clothes on and put the shell back on i think the shell is a backpack available now tattooing traders <laughs> yeah seriously i can see the backpacks no, no no doubt they will be out um okay guys so what do you think what did you think of ahsoka or if you haven't seen it are you going to watch it let us know send us an email Jimmy, tell everybody how to get in touch with the show. Where the hell does he come from every week? <laughs> Jimmy. You can email us at questions at the Disney Nerds Podcast.com and email us individually at Ed at the Disney Nerds Podcast.com, Jimmy at the Disney Nerds Podcast.com, etc. You can send us a message on Facebook to the page, the Disney Nerds Podcast. Join our group, Disney Nerds. Instagram at the Disney Nerds Podcast and Twitter at the Disney Nerds. Make sure to check out the website, www.thedisneynerdspodcast.com and watch the live stream every Tuesday night at 9 o'clock Walt Disney World time. Okay, guys. You have one other thing. Ed, I got one other thing. Murley, that's Sabine's Loath Cat, is apparently doing well. That's what Lucasfilms has told us. But I had to say that I found the name. Murley. M-U-R-L-E-Y. That's a good cat name. Good to know. Nearly? Good to know. Yeah. Okay, guys. Okay. <laughs> so that's it for the Disney Nerds Podcast, show number 502, or as Sam says, the 501st, and all about the series Ahsoka. For Sam, for Stan, for Ian, and for Patrick, this is Ed, and we're all the Disney Nerds this week. 
Bye-bye. Long galoosh. <laughs> Live long and prosper. May the stars Wait. light your way. Mortals pay a token fee. Rest in peace, oh 